Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am chatting with special guest Katie Langford of the Bold Women Society, and we are talking all about confidence because external validation and all of the things that we have been conditioned to seek are really slowing us down and holding us back a lot. So Katie, welcome into the podcast. Thanks, Amy. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And I know this conversation is going to be straight fire because before we even hit record, we were just like going at it. So I love this. My morning is already so off to a good start just from the conversation we've had for the last 15 minutes. So yes, I cannot wait to produce fire with you, especially for all of your audience who is listening, who may be hearing some really jacked up messages from, from the external world. And we're going to, we're going to help set them straight with some stuff, some cool stuff this morning. Yes. So Katie, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So today I am a public speaker and a consultant. I'm the founder of bold women's society, and I have gotten here by true loss of myself, by loss of my confidence and my own confidence crisis. Um, The first half of my career I spent in major gift fundraising. I went from entry level to the C-suite in less than 12 years. I literally had a corner office. I was the number two person in an organization. And I woke up to the realization every day, unfortunately, I would be sitting in my corner office crying and I'd be like, is this it? Is this this what the dream was? Because it doesn't feel like a dream. And so in May of 2015, I quit and y'all, I know all the advice that there is like save six months and do all those things. Um, I didn't do any of that. My blood pressure was through the roof. I was having physical challenges because of this role. And so I quit with no job, no idea, no six figure salary and went on to become an executive coach helping women specifically pivot. And I did that until the end of 2022. And now I'm a full-time speaker and I'm loving it. And I teach women all about confidence because I've had to grow my own confidence over and over. Oh my gosh. What an incredible story in losing yourself that now you are able to use that story, use that skill set to empower other women with how to do the same. Because we do, we go through life checking these boxes. We think, you know, we have it all together. So, you know, you graduate high school, you go to college, you get a degree, you get this dream job that you've always hoped and prayed for. But then one day you just question like question things like, wait, what are we doing? Is this all worth it? What is there more to life than just going to a job that I don't necessarily love day in and day out and just leave feeling depleted and empty? Absolutely. Depleted, miserable. I felt unfulfilled. Um, It was those moments. And here's the thing. I had a really cool job. I worked with an amazing organization. I worked with awesome donors. My team was totally kick-ass. 
But even with all of those things, my cup was not only being depleted, I feel like it was like running on negative. There was so much. And I think for anyone who's listening, who's also been at this place, like, I love how you said it, Amy. I was a box checker. I was like, go to college, get the degree, check that first uh, job, check that first promotion, another promotion. Like I was a box checker. And for anyone who's listening, who's like, yeah, that's me. And you're not feeling like you should be a box checker. Or if you've already pivoted, you can totally do that. Like I give you permission because I think for so many of us, um, your audience who is listening for so many of us, we were told you do anything you want. You can have it all. And so we got an idea of what that looks like. And then when we got some of it, we're like, what this, is this it? Like, no, no, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And it's okay to totally pivot. Guys, thank you for giving permission for that because so many times we think that we are stuck. We think that, okay, if I'm in this career, you know, I went to school for a long time to work in this job, you get that guilt factor because it's like, wait a minute, this isn't working out like I thought it was going to. And, And we feel guilty inside because of it. And then we hold ourselves back even more because we're questioning everything and we're just barely surviving with that empty, depleted cup. Absolutely. And that's what happened to me. So I walked away and I truly had a crisis of confidence. And and again, my trajectory to the C-suite was fast. I was 33 years old. You know, it was fast. And so there I was that summer, I took six months off. I was lucky enough to be in the position that I could do that but I did not know who I was. And in fact, my husband and I joined some friends on a trip to Cabo, which I highly recommend Cabo. And we got to meet some great people at the pool one day, friends to this day. And she asked me, Katie, what do you do? And I lost it. I started crying in the pool, literally while holding a glass of champagne in paradise because I couldn't answer that question. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was all about. And so the confident past me, that woman felt like so far away. And what I realized when I got home was that I had to figure out how to reconnect with my confidence and how to do it as quickly as possible. Because I believe for myself and I believe it for every single one of us, because there's only one of us ever that we are truly meant for greatness. And I didn't want to be stuck in just wallowing. And, and frankly, I was, I mean, I was crying every day. I was taking naps and it was probably a good resting as well for six months. But, um, but sometimes the way that we have to get our confidence is we, we have to fight for it. We really have to say, I'm going to dig in. And in those moments where you don't feel like you can dig in, sometimes that's the moment you have to dig in the most. Definitely. Oh, so well put because yeah, we lose ourselves. We really do because I think part of this, and we were talking about this before we hit record, is just the cycle of external validation that we have been brought up with, that we still base our worth off of is these external validations that we're okay, that we're doing it right, that we're succeeding, that we are checking all those boxes. Absolutely. And 
we talk about external validation, sometimes our mind could go to, you know, what do our customers and clients think? What do, um, what does that far off person think? But what I've found in working with over 300 women is that a lot of time, this external validation that we seek is from those that are closest to us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those of us who made the leap and we said, we're going to start our own business, we look and we're like, Ooh, what's that best friend of mine? Who's still in corporate America. Who's killing it. What is she thinking of me? And so sometimes our external validation comes, what we're looking for is from the people that are closest to us. And what I found is sometimes when you make these changes, when you're starting your own business, when when you're running your business and and your friends or your family don't understand that, don't get that, haven't gone down that path, it's hard. And you cannot ask for their external validation because it's, it's like apples and zucchini. Like they might be food, but they're so different, right? One is sweet, sweet. And one is, you know, something that'll take on any flavor. And so we just, we have to detach ourselves from that as you and I were talking about before. And sometimes that's really hard. And that's where our own internal confidence has to kick in. Oh my gosh. So true. And that's where for me, communities really played a pivotal role is surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals that are also doing what you're doing and not seeing them as competition, but those are the people that get it. They get the struggles that entrepreneurs face. They know that it is a roller coaster of ups and downs. And one day you can be on top of the world and the next day you feel like absolute crap. Yeah. Sometimes that all happens in one hour. That's very true. Absolutely been there. No, getting in community is so powerful. Um, It's so powerful. And sometimes it's just about learning from someone else's journey. You know, I pivoted into speaking. I've been speaking for years. I spoke in my nonprofit career and I have been doing it. But now I'm trying to make it my full-time gig, right? I'm trying to pay bills with it in, in a, in a big way. And I joined two groups of speakers and I'm surrounding myself with people who are doing this because even my husband, who's an entrepreneur, you know, my husband just recently sold his business. He did it for 20 years. He's starting another one. He gets the entrepreneur life. He doesn't understand the speaker life. And so for you and your audience, you know, finding not only just other entrepreneurs, but like, are there people in your space that not for you to compare yourself to, but for you to say like, oh, how did they do it? Like if somebody wants to start a podcast, I think starting with Amy and saying, how have you done it? How have you made this a thing? That's a good, good community to have. Yeah. And just being willing to reach out and ask for help. I think as women, so often we don't, we, we try to be these martyrs and try and do it all. And it's like, no, like there's so much abundance in this world. And most people, if you reach out and say, Hey, can you help me? They are going to be like, yeah, what do you need? A hundred percent. In fact, one of my speeches, one of my talks that I give is called confidently leverage your network where I teach them exactly how to do that because so many of us, and I'm one of them, like I didn't ask for help. I didn't want help. And then I began this entrepreneur journey and I was like, Oh, I need help. I need someone else to 
to guide me and to, um, you know, empathize with me and to be there to hold my hand. And you need that. Yeah. Ask for help because you're totally right. People are willing to give it to you. Yes, definitely. And I think somewhere along the line, we thought of it as a sign of weakness. And it's like, we tell ourselves these stories and we have this narrative going through our mind that, that that's a sign of weakness. No, I think it's a sign of strength. It is. It is. It's first of all, when you allow other people into your dreams, when you allow other people into your goals, you're putting that out there in such a broader way, right? I, I've worked with so many women entrepreneurs and we're like, oh, I'm going to do it by myself. And we stay small and we can't stay small because here's the thing. We have big, bold things to do in our life. And again, I think it all comes back to confidence. And if you will, Amy, I would love to tell people about this tool that I created that helps people. See, because what happens is we have been building our confidence our entire lives. We just forget it. We forgot about those moments. We forgot about those experiences. And so those confidence moments and experiences, they go sit off in the corner and they gather dust and they gather cobwebs. And so we get to the thing that's hard and we're like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? Or I can't do it, or I'm not ready, or I don't feel confident enough. And so what I teach people to do is to create a confidence resume. And what it is, is it is the evidence and social proof that you have been building your confidence your whole life. Because confidence is a muscle. You got to build it over and over. It's just like getting in the gym, right? You don't build the biceps and then go work out. You go work out and then build the biceps. The same is true with confidence. You do the hard thing and then you build your confidence. And so with the confidence resume, you have to ask yourself these questions. What are those badass things that I've accomplished? What are those things that were hard that I was nervous or anxious about, but I did it anyway? When are those times in life that I crushed it, right? What are those moments in life where I did something and I'm so grateful that I did it, but I don't ever want to do it again. And you write these things on your confidence resume. And then when you get to the next hard thing, because one thing is for sure about life, there's going to be a next hard thing. It's coming. It's coming, whether we impose it on ourselves by trying to grow and stretch, or it's coming from some external factor that, that we don't even know about, right? And so when you get to that place, you put your confidence resume I like to put it in somewhere that you can see it often and you go through and you're like, oh, but I did that and I overcame that and look how I did this and look when I crushed it there and this that's coming up, I can absolutely do that. What's fascinating about your brain is that your brain doesn't know whether you're doing something for the first time, like you're actually doing it in life or if you're remembering it or, or visualizing it. So when you even take some of these moments and go a little deeper, take two or three minutes and relive everything that happened, your body will have a physical change and you will instantly feel that confidence. And we call it a resume because you're constantly adding to it because you're constantly doing those things. And it's an amazing tool that just helps you say, whatever is coming in front of me, I can absolutely tackle. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. This makes so much sense because we do forget about all of the amazing things that we have done, the struggles that we've overcome. We don't give ourselves enough credit and it's in doing those hard things. That's where we grow and that's where we thrive. And that's what we need to keep at the forefront of our mind as evidence. It's literally evidence of how much of a badass you are, how much you have achieved because it's in doing the scary thing that we grow, that propels us forward, that we can help the person that's in the same situation that we were in. It's in doing the scary that life gets fun. Yeah, it is. And the other thing that I think is really important for people to know is that what goes on your confidence resume doesn't have to matter to any single other human on the planet. So for example, one of the things on mine is I went snow skiing for the first time when I was 29 years old. We went to Whistler three weeks before the Olympics were held there. And y'all, I strapped myself to, is that fiberglass? I don't know if, if it's wood, fiberglass, and you're supposed to hurdle down a mountain and they give you poles, but then they tell you the poles don't actually matter. And I hated it. I hate skiing. I know there's a lot of you who are listening who are like, I love skiing. For me, when I see that on my confidence resume, when I see those pictures, I think I am so grateful that I put myself out of my comfort zone. I am so grateful that I tried something else, right? But I will also say this. I would rather stand in five-inch heels at a three-hour cocktail party on a concrete floor than ever go skiing again, but it's on my confidence resume. And so those little things that you've done, those little things that don't matter to anybody else, you know, they matter to you. It's those moments where you had to get yourself ready. You had to get yourself pumped up. You had to do something that scared you. And that looks different for every single one of us. Exactly. And it's scary. I had a similar situation a couple of weeks ago where my kids wanted to go ice skating. And the last time I went ice skating was like 25 years ago. I hurt my ankle. I had to have surgery. So it was like a very traumatic experience for me. Right. Like, will you come ice skating? I'm like, I'm going to be brave and I'm going to do it. And you know what? It was fun and the memories that we created. And so, yes, that's going to go on my confidence resume. I am totally going to do this. And if you are listening today, do it because the power of visualization the power of just recalling those times when you were successful, that's going to pull you through. It's neuroscience. It's proven. That's right. And we can give everyone the link, Amy, so that they can go on our website, on our Bold Women Society website, and download the actual questions that we um, that we have people go through. Because we've really thought about what are all those questions that you need to consider. And it's something that you can put together. Um, I like to do it with... 10 different colors of Sharpies. Mine is all over the place. Some people I've seen, they bullet it out. It's very specific. Um, it's yours. So you can do it however you want. Unlike your corporate CV, your, your regular resume, this is yours. You can do it however you want. Uh, it's just getting those things down and remembering those things so that you can, you can use that evidence, that social proof going forward. Absolutely incredible. So be sure to check out the show notes for that link. And Katie, this was an amazing conversation. And I I got so much out of it. I'm sure our listeners are going to love it. So where can we learn more about you? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I'm most active on LinkedIn, actually, because that's where the people that hire me are. So Katie is C-A-Y-T-I-E and Langford is just regular with a G. Um, you can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. Of course, my website is boldwomensociety.com, but shoot me up on LinkedIn. Um, and then also we send out a daily bold text message every morning, Monday through Friday. That's really just helps you get your day started. It's a tip. It's a tool. It's a reminder that you are about us. And, um, Anyone can get that if you text the word hello to 214-949-4715. Awesome. So again, we will link that up in the show notes and be sure to check out Katie. She is literally changing the narrative and it is so needed. Katie, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your message with our listeners. Thank you for having me, Amy. And to every single one of you who are listening, I got you, sis. We can do hard things. We can do great things. We can do bold things. And I just encourage you to keep going, putting one foot in front of the other, because you got this. I love it. Thank you so much, Katie. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 